Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! Today, I have an assignment from my therapist, as a matter of fact, um, and that assignment is to make a very positive podcast that I can listen to for myself in the morning to redirect my thinking because I tend to wake up and start thinking about really negative things really early in the morning and I have to force myself to um, like I have a bad problem with my foot and my restless legs and I'm uncomfortable and if I wake up in the morning and I start thinking about my discomfort it discourages me from doing anything that day and I was talking to my therapist and I said well how do I fix that I'm the only one in my house in the morning to fix my head you are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Wanted to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super uh, duper long time. Yeah. To boot it up. Um, and so I. Anyways, and now tonight I'm gonna not give you some information. Yay. A doctor. Um, which I forgot what it is. That's right. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay. I guess we'll see what happens, right? And I asked him, could you just call me in the morning every day and give me like a pep talk and help me redirect my mind? And he said he couldn't really do that. But he said, since I do a daily podcast, maybe I could just do that. Make a recording of myself with positive thinking, you know, redirect my my mind. And I could just play it for myself in my normal playlist. I could just have it on repeat. So I am going to give it a shot. And without sounding preachy or whatever, I'm, this is like basically an experiment. And I am doing this as something for me, but I'm putting it out there for you guys too, because why not? What, what could it hurt? So I'm going to talk about um, how I redirect my thinking in the morning. I'll talk first just a little bit about how I actually wake up and what I actually feel like. And then I will talk about how I redirect my thinking, you know, so that I can hear it every morning when I wake up, I can play my own advice to myself. Okay, so starting now. So um, when I wake up in the morning, as you all know, I have a devastating foot injury and a very serious case of restless leg syndrome that is exacerbated by the foot injury. And I wake up in the morning at like just a little bit before I want to and I'm already uncomfortable I already start my day in pain and it starts me thinking about all the things I have to do today and I start to get into this feeling of dread, like, oh my God, it's way too much. I can't do it all. And I start getting very like overwhelmed right off the bat, like first thing in the morning, very unhealthy. And I start beating myself up like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to do it. And before I even try anything, I'm already self-defeated. Okay, and then I lay around all day long focusing on how uncomfortable I am and how I wish I did the thing that I canceled. Okay, so does that sound like a cycle that anybody else out there has ever been in? It's called depression, <laughs> but, um, you know, in, in a nutshell, it's called depression. But, um, and, you know, I do a lot of things to try to work my way out of that throughout the day. But, you know, if I started off just already, you know, thinking about horrible things, it's really, it, it gets me so overwhelmed I can't do anything. Then I walk out into my living room and I see papers piled on the table. 
and I see dishes in the sink that I didn't wash last night and I see stuff that I unpacked when I moved here but never found a place to put and I go, it's just too overwhelming. So I leave my house and I go away and then I come home and I come home to a messy house again and nothing, you know, that cycle, it just on upon itself, it grows and grows and grows until, you know, it becomes almost a habitual cycle of just being depressed and in some ways, I think almost every emotion can be like an addictive emotion to the body. And if you're accustomed to being depressed and you're used to making yourself depressed in the morning, I think it just becomes normal after a while. And then the thought of doing something different to change it becomes like almost how do I do that? It almost becomes like f- almost like afraid to try something new. Okay. Well, if there's anything about me that is good, and there are many good things about me, One of the things is I'm never afraid to try new things. So what do I do and what am I going to do now to change my way of thinking? Well, the first thing that I do, um, I'm going to just go from what I actually do and then I'm going to talk about things maybe that are suggestions, okay? What I actually do when that's happening to me um, and I'm at working, when I'm at my lowest but trying my hardest What I will do is when I wake up and I start having all these thoughts, what I do is I say to myself, Dave, that's not the thing that's next, okay? The thing that's next is wake up, get out of bed. So I decide, am I really ready to get out of bed? And if I'm sitting there in bed uncomfortable and all I'm thinking about is my discomfort, I'm ready to get out of bed because the last thing I want to do is lay in the bed uncomfortable and train myself to be uncomfortable in bed. See, anything that a person does over and over and over again, the brain becomes uh, habituated to that. It becomes normal for your brain. The brain likes things that it doesn't have to think about. So the more that a thing is repeated over and over and over again the same way every day, the more of a habit it becomes, the harder it is to change. So the first thing I try to do is decide it's time to get up because I don't want to be laying in bed uncomfortable. I don't really care what time it is. So I get up and I try to not first think about how much pain is in my foot. That really is the first thought I have is ouch. But I try to go, okay, the first thing I need to do once I'm out of bed is I need to sit down on the edge of the bed and take a deep breath, put my feet onto the ground so that they're both pointing forward level on the ground. I usually just put them into the carpet and I kind of put a little bit of weight on them at a time. I slowly sort of push myself onto my feet. You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin show on Podbean. I don't like this jump onto my feet. I, I, I treat my feet like they're made out of glass and I gently get up on my feet and then I turn around and I remove all the pillows and bedding from the bed and I begin to make my bed. And any thought, this is almost like a meditation, any thought that comes into my head that is not about making the bed is basically like, um, I'm making my bed right now. I don't try to discourage the, th- I don't try to like fight thoughts. That doesn't work. I try to just go, okay, right now I'm making my bed. And the, the thought might be, you gotta check your voicemail. And I go, no, I'm making my bed. 
voicemail has a place and a time. And that place and time is not right now because it might be something that's too overwhelming for me right now. My brain has to catch up with my body. And I will tell myself these things as I'm making the bed. As thoughts come into my, gotta check your bank account. No, I'm making my bed. That is what I am doing. And I focus completely on the task in which I am doing right now. Okay. Then the next thing that I do is whatever the next thing is, which is actually I synchronize my fitness device with my phone and I check my sleep and I check my weight and I go to the bathroom and all those things. And then I go into my kitchen and I put a glass of water with my fizzy airborne multivitamin in it. And I prepare a little Dixie cup. Actually, it's a little porcelain uh, teacup, a little mini teacup out of porcelain. And I get all of my morning vitamins into that cup. And I take about six or seven. I take a multivitamin. I take uh, another type of multivitamin, a lot of vitamin C. I believe very strongly in giving my body the nutrition that it needs in order to produce all the chemicals and all the processes and all of the movements and things that it needs throughout the day. And, you know, it, it would be wonderful if I didn't have an eating disorder and I could just eat regular food and I could get enough nutrition in food. But that is not the case. So I accept my deficiency and I take multivitamins and I eat something because vitamins only work if you eat. So I eat a little cup of something, some kind of a food. I'm going to start eating an egg because in order to get a good protein first thing in the morning, I think an egg is a really good idea and it will easily help the vitamins absorb. So I'm going to switch from cereal to an egg as soon as I run out of cereal. So I eat, I do all that and that gets my body moved. And while the vitamins are fizzing in the cup, I go and I open all the curtains in the house. I let sunlight into my house. I turn on all the lights. I make it daytime. Okay, that's what I do. This, these are things I do that actually work. Okay, they work. And whenever a thought comes into my head that is about something that's future, even in 20 minutes, no, right now I'm taking my vitamins. I'm making my protein shake. I'm eating my breakfast. I am allowing my space for my brain to, and this, believe me, this process did not come overnight. Okay, this has taken me a long time and I have to be reminded by my therapist and my counselor and my other therapist and my sponsor and all my 12-step people. I have to be, believe me, I need to be reminded. It's why I'm making a podcast to remind myself. So, but this has become a habit for me like over a period of time. It works very, very well. When I get out of sorts, when I, do, when I don't do things in order, I can get very flummoxed. So I try to do everything in order. Then once that's all done, I go into my bathroom, I brush my teeth, I put sunscreen on my face because I never leave the house without sunscreen because you don't have beautiful skin like mine unless you take good care of it. And then I put all kinds of things into my hair to make it look like I really have hair on my head. And then during that process, my brain is becoming more awake. And then once that's done, I put I, I can leave the house now for, I can, sometimes I take a little walk. My foot hurts kind of, but I usually try to get some sunshine right away. Then 
I will sit down and I will collect my thoughts and make a podcast. And that's usually right, like right around now. And so those are the, those are the order in which I do things in order to um, keep my head focused because then once I'm awake and I'm feeling like things are moving, blood is pumping, then I can like answer my emails. I can look at my bank account. I can deal with my finances. I can do all the things that pop into my head. But, and now this is where I go off of what's normal. Now, when I have been very depressed and then I got a little bit undepressed and then my dad died and then I got depressed again. And I had a nice talk with my therapist yesterday, a really nice guy. And he, he makes very good, you know, he doesn't, he meets me at where my level is during the session. You know, he listens first, like for about 10 or 15 minutes. He listens, where am I at? Then he will very gently kind of direct me by using certain questioning into like what, made me feel that way like what did you do the moment before that what was the thing you were just thinking and if I start getting emotional explaining something he'll go what you just now got really emotional I saw you passionate what what were you what was in your heart and he will ask me and I'll have to sit back and think about that because he really I think I don't know his I, I know what I go to him for I, I like the way that he works with me I don't know what how what is his, is in his head but for me, I like it because he redirects me. He causes me to think about, th- like, I've, I take it for granted that I even have good moods throughout the day. You know what I mean? Because I feel so, I focus a lot on my discomfort and on my depression. And it's not good to give that a lot of focus. And it's hard for me to unthink about it. But this guy, he's very good because he will, like, he will point out that the day, the whole eight hours of my day, it's not all pain and discomfort there are moments and he's like I want you to look at those moments I want you to like slow down and when you have a moment where you're feeling something well you just go back 30 seconds a second or two and what were you what was what stimulated that because that you are producing the chemicals that you say that you have difficulty producing your brain is stimulated to make those chemicals they are there so um you know it's a matter of And we know that I have damaged nerves. We know that I have damaged receptors for dopamine and other chemicals. We know that I had been drug damaged. Okay, we know. So we don't try to deny that it's there. But we've got to find out what is the actual level? You know, where, what is the, have I improved? So he's invited me yesterday to pay attention to things that I'm excited about. And I have found that to be a very I like him because he give me he doesn't like I'm Dave Fremlin and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin show no Dave you're wrong he likes say Dave you know I think you're not noticing I think there I think you're looking here but you could be looking here and you will see something different and so he like just moved me over one degree one degree into a place where I'm seeing something from just ever so slightly different perspective. And it's amazing how much that it will stimulate um, the correct direction. I'm very easy to redirect, luckily. And, uh, and I know what I need. I know what I'm looking for. I know what I want. And I know what I'm good at. And I know what I'm not good at. And so it's very easy when I have therapy to 
uh, tell the, the person that I really just need de- redirection. I need to be take my focus away from this and onto that. And sometimes I need guidance because I get overwhelmed and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, what I'm saying is that this guy that I worked with yesterday and he suggested make a positive podcast with some positive feedback. So I'm going to talk about now. Here are some positive attributes. These are mine, but other people probably have these. And I invite you, if you're listening, to look at your own positive attributes and make your own list, you know, at the end of this section. Put a post-it on your bathroom mirror, whatever it takes. But the positive attributes that I believe that are very detrimental in my personal journey of recovery and mental health are curiosity, as in when I go to Disney World, because Disney World right now is my Petri dish of mental health. Okay, right now, when I am depressed, when I can't deal, I have been spending a lot of time at Disney World, and my therapist asked me, I want you to look at what are you getting from that like what it what what are the components that are working for you cuz maybe we don't have to always be at Disney World for that. And right now Disney World is fine. I'm not criticizing, believe me. Whatever works, it's working, okay? So, but I'm looking at what are the positive things? What is it that works for me? And I find it when I go to Disney World, I like the rides, yeah, I like the scenery, yeah, but you know what I am? I'm very curious. I want to know the names of the people in the building windows. Who are they? I want to know how did they make that magic happen? I want to know about the cobwebs at the at the haunted mansion. Who cleans that? How do they clean it every night? How come there's no dust on the mirrors, on the windows? You know, does somebody every single night go in there with a dust? I mean, there's got to be dust. This is Florida. It's an amusement park. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know what is the floor plan of the uh, what is the floor plan of the Peter Pan ride? You know, what is the I want to know. I want to know what, where I want to see the blueprints. I, I just, I'm, my brain, when I listen to me, listen how excited I am. When I get there, I don't just enjoy the act. I want to, who, how did you get this job? What is your training? I want to know every last thing about every last thing that everybody there is doing. Honestly, my curiosity is like a two year old when I get to Disney World. The stimulation of my like creative curiosity like i want to know everything everything and and it's fun i want to know all the secrets and all the mysteries of disney there's a lot of hidden stuff there there's a lot of symbology there's a lot of everything you know there's little things people when they designed the parks that i'm going to put my own little signature here and they put their own rock in a certain place with a you know everything means something that's there everything so um there's nothing by accident at disney world nothing so um, that is thing one, curiosity. The next thing is creativity. The two of them are conjoined like a chain link. Curiosity, creativity. Curiosity, creativity. One stimulates the other. Creativity. What do I want to create? Oh, boy. Oh, when I go to Disney World, I have already decided. Uh, I would like to. So, And this is the second thing. Create. What am I going to create? Well, I have come to the conclusion that I am fascinated by the Haunted Mansion and I would love to make a little working model of my own little mini haunted mansion like out of shoeboxes and cardboard. Does that sound stupid? It's a, a little, I used to make little houses out of cardboard when I was a kid. Me and my friend Mark, we played ratties. We made little doll houses like out of cardboard and felt. I could make my own little ride, you know, play with it at home. 
and just you know just it'd be fun and if i never finish the project at least it gets me into whatever the next project is creativity you know and then from there like those are really the two main components honestly and then you know getting out in the sun physical activity you know dancing exercise proper nutrition okay and you know completing tasks doing self-care eating proper food celebrating the little celebrating the little things in life that are achievements like today you my house has gotten overwhelming because i was depressed i didn't do a lot of cleaning my housekeeper quit now it's like i look at the house like where do i even start so one of my previous helpers handlers suggested picking a corner a little spot a tabletop do the one part and then when you're done applaud i did it i did it so little achievements make big achievements okay here's some other things exercise um getting out in the sun walking in nature swimming cycling playing with a dog being with children holding hands hugging somebody giving compliments okay the laughter exercise essential oils i'm very big on essential oils actually i like i love them i think that smells can change a mood and textures can also change i'm, I'm not only into essential oils for the scent but i also sometimes well the scent especially but um you know i also like textures and so scents and textures i think they go together um watching comedy uh for me i like to push myself a little make comedy acting a little bit is fun dark chocolate you can never separate me from chocolate we're two best friends and of course exercises in every category so you know today's plan i have a kid there are things that are stressful for me i don't like to deal with money um i don't like to deal with certain stressful things but today i have made it very easy i am going to go to the gym for a light shoulder and tricep workout i'm going to do that right after i edit this podcast and then i listen to the podcast while i'm at the gym and then i'm going to clean an area of my house and start an art project and maybe get some groceries and then i have a music lesson today which i'm very excited about and i'm working on a very beautiful song and hopefully i do better this week than last week and then i'm going to a dance class and although my foot hurts like hell i have made it my decision i'm going to go to the class regardless and if it turns out i can't do as much as i want then i'm going to just do what i can and i'm going to be okay with it and so the last part of the podcast and this is very important is very important to be okay with where i am you know i know i suffer from depression i have pain i have discomfort and you know i could completely put all of my focus on those items and let my day be all about that or i could do what i've talked about for the last 20 minutes 20 minutes i've talked about all the positive things can be done or i could sit around and focus on my discomfort so i give it to you what do you think i'm going to do today I think I'm going to try the former and not the latter. And I hope that you will try the same. Okay. Thank you for listening and have a positive and productive day. Bye-bye.
The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.